morning, everybody. Welcome to another week. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Monday, the 9th day of August, 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah, here I am. Big J, did you fulfill your mission of doing nothing over the weekend? No. What happened? No, I forgot to mention this. There's been a dynamic change, and it's a great change. Um, that uh, my wife's schedule, you know, it, it's kind of uh, one of those schedules that flexes and moves around frequently during the year. And so uh, for the last year, pretty much, she's had a couple of days off during the week. Uh-huh. Uh, now she has Friday and Saturday off. So okay. re- I didn't realize how much that affected me, but, you know, we didn't get to spend as much time together on her days off because, you know, I'd be working most of the day, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, so Saturdays, we've been, you know, spending most of our time together doing errands, running around, doing things. Nice. Been great, man. What did what were the errands this weekend? Uh, Saturday we uh, we went out and we did some grocery shopping and we hit up uh, we hit up a food truck on Saturday and just had a great time. Then we watched some movies. It was oh, awesome. Nice. What'd you watch? Uh, I got her to watch Nobody. Did she like it? Yeah, she liked it. Because well, it's a great movie. She does like the revenge movies. And then uh, she demanded that we watch uh, the Olympus Has Fallen movies. Oh, so. really? Well, I'm sure you're okay with that. Yeah, but she loves that movie. Did you watch all three? Nah, Angel Has Fallen is... Is that the third one? Yeah, it's kind of fallen. It has taken its title literally? Yeah, plus it was midnight. By the time we got Devil London, it's fallen. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, it was a great weekend. We had a lot of fun. How about you? You Uh, went out and did some soul food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to the Soul Food Festival on Saturday, which was awesome. It was... I thought we were going to pick like a time that was, uh, you know, kind of like a lull because I knew it was going to be nuts. But uh, when, what I learned was there was no such thing as a lull. And so I, I, when was the last time you've gone to a food festival? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it, me too. And I was just reminded that when you go to a food festival, really all it is is you stand in line. It's like going to Comic-Con. You, you go there and then you just wait in line for whatever you want. And then you go. And it was, it was nice. And I mean, it was a decent day. It wasn't too, too hot. But it was, it was sunny. And there were a ton of people there, and it looked like it was a very good turnout for all the food trucks and all the restaurants that showed up, and I had some really good food. But that's really all you do with those festivals is just stand in line at different places. And they were very, very backed up. And I went at, like, 3, and there were a bunch of places that were already sold out and was going until 8. So I can't imagine people... I mean, that's how crazy busy it was. And so I can't imagine people that decided, like, I'm going to go there for dinner. I mean, uh, by the time I went there, like, Mad Mac had, like, regular mac and cheese left, and that was it. And they had, like, seven things on the menu. So it was it was nutsy cuckoo, but it was delicious food, as always. And it was a good time to hang out with some friends and uh, just kind of get outside and do some stuff again, which was good. And God knows how long that'll last. So uh, hopefully it was a good weekend for you as well. We've got a bearded badass coming up for you today. We also have a chance for you to win some tickets from us to ev- actual events that are coming up in town, including one that's happening this week and all sorts of other fun. But we get started here on the show with some damn music. Red Hot Chili Peppers kicking things off. It's under the bridge here on the X Rocks. <laughs> Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7. You can do so at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J and Intermountain Gas thinks you deserve a higher gas bill. 
They are looking to increase rates by about 9.6%. The company, which filed its annual percentage gas cost adjustment with the Idaho Public Utilities Commission late last week, says the reasoning is a forecast increase in gas commodity costs for the upcoming year. Uh, Demand has rebounded quickly from the pandemic, of course, for the company. And because of the price of natural natural gas is going through the roof, the pass-through charge directly to its customers means, guess what, more money for you. Intermountain's earnings will not increase because of the proposed change in prices and revenues, according to the company, but we'll see if that's the case. If approved, I'm not sure who has to approve it. I guess the Idaho Public Utilities Commission, but residential customers have seen an average increase of about 363 a month. So that's how much your gas bill would go up on the reg if it, they give it the old nod. So get used to that and maybe. Great. The Tokyo Olympics, which were unlike any other, of course, uh, delayed for a year with restrictions including no spectators allowed, came to an end on Sunday with the closing ceremony. Uh, Did you watch any of the closing ceremony? I did not. Uh, They had a whole big brouhaha, much like the opening ceremony, and surprising nobody, it's the worst-rated Olympics ever. Uh, Listen, every Olympics that goes forward is going to be the worst-rated Olympics ever, okay? I need to make that clear. And everybody's like, what's wrong with the Olympics? The answer is nothing, man. I mean, back, you know, even 16 years ago, we had less choices and less things going on. And so we tuned into the Olympics because there was nothing else better going on. There was no such thing as counter-programming during the Olympics because it was seen as such a juggernaut. And now everything's at our fingertips and it's like, okay, do I want to watch a movie that I think I'm going to enjoy? Or do I want to watch water polo? And the answer is, I want to watch a movie, bro. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch Nobody water Nobody wants to watch this stuff. Except for the families of, uh, of people who've worked their asses off to be great at water polo. That doesn't make us un-American or any of that stuff. Of course you want the country to do well and represent itself. And, and we did. And yeah, we did. We had the most medals and the most gold medals. Came from behind and knocked off America China. America over but, communism. But you didn't watch any of it. I watched some here and there. You said about 10 minutes. Yeah, that's, I, n- that's not none of it. No, no, no. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not accused. I'm just saying it wasn't a priority is my point. Oh, yeah. And so I, I, that's just the way it's going to be going forward. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot of this stuff going on. Unless it's a huge, gigantic sporting event, we're not going to watch it all. I mean, listen, the World Series is down. NBA Finals are down. Super Bowl is down. I mean, all these things are happening. It's just because we have more choices, and it doesn't make the Olympics any less captivating. It's not about stories. It's just about they're, they're 98% of the stuff that's happening during the Olympics, we could give a rat's ass about any other day of the year. Yeah. Point. And that's not a, a spit in the face of any of the athletes who are way more athletic than I'll ever be and have done some incredible things over the course of their careers. Even the horses. Even the horses. Uh, it's an incredible amount of uh, skill and talent and all that stuff that goes into that stuff. It's just not... TV friendly in 2021. That's just the way that it works. Well, Big J, I'm not sure if there's going to be a bunch of this stuff or there's just abundance of caution, but Limp Bizkit has canceled the rest of their summer tour. Uh, the band issued a statement which reads, out of abundance of caution and concern of safety for the band crew and most of all the fans, the Limp Bizkit show this Monday and the remaining of our tour has been canceled. They are issuing refunds, of course. Uh, They were supposed to play in New Jersey over the weekend, but bowed out about an hour prior to the start of the show. Rumors began circulating that West Borland had been diagnosed with COVID. However, Limp Bizkit denied this story and said that there's that. 
But also, you know, they did play Lollapalooza last weekend, and who knows? You know, uh, they they are concerned about COVID. They're concerned about the fans getting COVID. They weren't happy with some protocols that were being put in place, and so there's all these things. But here's hoping that's a drop in the bucket and not a serious, you know, thing. But I am also not surprised, so we'll see where the Surprise fall... Surprise Limp would be the first to... Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, they're old, and so sometimes you got to uh, right. be careful about stuff like that. I mean, he's running around uh, doing dad vibe stuff, so there's that. But also, you know, I'm sure they didn't want to do it either. You know what I mean? I guess there has to be some sort of thing happening because Limp Bizkit is riding this wave of popularity they haven't had since, you know, Fred Durst was wearing his hat backwards. Yeah. So, I mean, their amount of tickets or their amount, their amount of um, music sales doubled in the last week because of the Lollapalooza performance. And all this stuff. So they're they're right back where they were a while ago, or at least it's been a while. And so they're dealing with all this stuff, but they've decided to shut it down, at least uh, for the uh, the remainder of the year. Beard Smith on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And the Boise Beardsmith about to open a brand new location in Caldwell that uh, appears to be happening tomorrow. And, you know, if you don't have a beard, that's okay. They do great haircuts as well amazing barbers there at the beardsmith you can get your appointment at thebeardsmith.com today's bearded badass might typically be overlooked when it comes to bearding due to his off and then on again relationship with his beard and the fact this gentleman keeps it very high and tight when he rocks it out might also lend yourself to that nevertheless his accomplishments accomplishments speak for themselves and deserve to be listed alongside a fellow beardsman then again Kalpen Suresh Modi, a.k.a. Cal Penn, isn't your typical dude. Uh, Cal Penn made a name for himself in the acting world during the popularity of the Fox TV show House, where he played Lawrence Kutner. Uh, this stardom was set with the success of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Penn graduated from UCLA with a degree in film and sociology, and Cal's character in House had to be written out of the show because Cal was briefly taken a sabbatical from acting after accepting an offer uh, for the Associate Director of White House Office of Public Engagement and Intergovernmental Affairs during the Obama administration. Uh, Cal served in some capacity in both of Obama's administrations while taking leaves uh, here and there to continue his acting career. Again, whether uh, you agree with his politics or not, risking his career in Hollywood seems to be a pretty honorable thing uh, to do, in my opinion. In 2017, Penn went on to win MasterChef Celebrity Showdown, Nick, uh, which brings us to what Cal Penn is currently up to. You can catch him as the host of a new game show on Food Network called Money Hungry. And that airs Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Caught a preview of that last night. It's pretty funny. What's it about? Uh, basically, you've got uh, you've got a, a, an individual who puts their taste buds to the test, and they have to go through a whole bunch. It's kind of like um, I'm, I'm going to say, uh, who wants to be a millionaire, but with food instead of instead of questions. And so they bring out you know different different kinds of foods. You have to guess what what's in it they give you're you like blindfolded options. and you have to in some cases okay. yeah and uh, so it's very interesting it's pretty funny uh, is it regular people or is it chefs competing in this particular uh so far it was a private chef and a, a, the, the the premier was a guy who called who was who some call the culinary witch 
because he's able to uh, smell ingredients uh, uh, like most people okay. can. Okay, so these so. are people with like what they consider to be sophisticated palates. Sure, I think there might be some ran- uh, some regular randos in there as well. We'll see. But that airs Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Cal Penn is a bearded badass. All because he hosts a game show. Sometimes that's all it takes to be a badass, kids. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. The import stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here just for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Everybody, hey, 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 slow down a little bit. Motorists started speeding a little bit more during the height of the pandemic when the roads were a little bit more often, or open, I should say, and... Now they continue to do so, and nobody's slowing down. And guess what, Big J? It's not ending well. Data shows that as of right now, the number of highway deaths in the last calendar year is the highest it's been in more than a decade. Even though cars and trucks drove fewer miles during the pandemic, this is taking in almost all of 2020 as well into the data. Traffic data indicates the higher death toll was related to higher average speeds in conjunction with more of those on the roads driving under the influence of drugs and alcohol, decline in seatbelt use, and also, bless you, Big J. One day we'll get that cough button back in here. Authorities in multiple states say that even with the number of vehicles on the roads increasing, people are not slowing down, and that is causing issues. So try to keep that in mind, everybody. Even though you're used to it, also keep your head on the swivel for other people. Do you know what I mean? You know? Yeah. As uh, the Treasure Valley starts to get bigger, we're seeing more and more of these here in our backyard as well. What's the first thing uh, they teach you in driver's training? Speed kills. And um, it's, it's easy to drive the speed limit. It's easy to do that. We're all in such a hurry, though. I don't understand why. What are you in a hurry to do? Where are you hurry to get to? It's a good question. Work? Yeah. Who wants to be there on time? Well, people that want to stay employed, probably. Right. Okay. But, you know, earlier. it is one of those deals where, yes, you should probably take all those things into an account. And, uh, you know, you can't go a day or two without seeing a story in the news about another accident that unfortunately claimed a life for two or three or four. And in almost all of those, speed played a significant role. Now, it doesn't solve everything, of course, slowing down, but it sure as hell helps. And yeah. so that is something that maybe you should think about, especially with more people on the road, especially with less people paying attention and more distractions out there. And not everybody's going to be following the rules like you are sometimes. So try to keep that in mind as well. But please, you know, if we could all just be a little bit more careful and cognizant of those things, it would be very, very good. Paid Manning headlined the 2021 Pro Football Hall of Fame class that was inducted yesterday in the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. The five-time NFL MVP and two-time Super Bowl winner were joining him with Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson. You had John Lynch, Alan Fenica, Tom Flores, Drew Pearson, and Bill Nunn as well. Ceremony ended a long weekend that also included the induction of the 2020 class on Saturday night, as well as the Centennial class of Hall of Famers selected as part of the league's 100th anniversary, both of which were postponed from last year because of the coronavirus. So it was a long weekend of lots of speeches out there in Canton, Ohio, and hopefully you got a chance to pick out some of them and, and maybe get inspired a little bit by some of the people that were elected into the Hall of Fame. Bobby Bowden is a Hall of Fame football coach. Unfortunately, he passed away on Sunday of pancreatic cancer. He was 91 years old. 
Bowden had announced last month that he was diagnosed with the terminal medical condition, which he didn't disclose, saying he's prepared for what to come and he's at peace. One of the best football coaches ever, Big J. Yeah. 315-98-4 record in 34 years with Florida State. Won a couple of national titles in 93 and 99. He retired in the 2009 season. And it was right around that time the Florida State started going right down the tubes. So it is a testament to the man himself to put that program on the map for such a long time. And may he rest in peace. You got to hear a song from the Suicide Squad this morning, courtesy of Send Nudes. And that film was the number one weekend movie of the weekend with $26.5 million. Not exactly stellar. But still the best-rated R-rated opener during the pandemic. Observers blaming the lackluster uh, box office on that, despite positive reviews from James Gunn offering to the dual offer on HBO Max, where it's free for subscribers. Jungle Cruise was second, $15.69 million. So there's that. And, of course, it wasn't a great weekend at the box office. But either way, people seem to show up at least a little bit for the movies. And, you know, it's going to be tough. When you're given the opportunity to watch a movie at home or go see it in the theater, which one you choose, I don't think there's a wrong choice right now. I think it's just about personal preferences. Yeah. But, you know, it also is one of those deals that you need to remember that don't forget that HBO Max paid a bunch of money to Warner Brothers for this. So I know they're not factoring that into the box office returns and how much money the studio is making and whether it's happy or not. But don't think that Warner Brothers did this for free. You're not seeing these on HBO Max just for, for the good heartedness of the studio. Does that make sense? Sure. They're also getting paid by HBO Max a serious amount of money in order to do this and give them those exclusive rights. So they're making their money either way. Now, where it gets screwed or where you get, you know, kind of into issues is the thing that Marvel's having. Whereas, you know, when you have stars that have points based on box office returns, that's when they start to get salty about this kind of stuff. But the studio is making their money no matter what. Make no mistake about it. I would say in this case, the Suicide Squad, they're probably just happy they got a chance to be in another movie. Could be that, too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Yakima, Washington is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Yakima. And there we're going to find a situation that took a while to unravel, but... Once it finally did, it all made sense, but not in a good way. Hmm. Turns out police had to report to a series of shots fired at a home in an alley in Yakima. And there they found the man in the alley, just kind of pacing back and forth, rambling incoherently. Always a good start. You know what I'm saying? No, man, that's a bad start. And he kept saying to himself, man, I can't believe those people in the basement tried to shoot me, blah, 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 blah. And so the cops came down and started talking to him, and they're like, well, and he's like, yeah, here's what's happening. There's people living in my basement, and I heard them fire a shot at me, and now I'm convinced they're trying to kill me. And so he added that the way that he responded to the situation of being, you know, shot at from people down in his basement is by pulling his own weapon and firing around into his garage, hitting his refrigerator. Hmm. So the police were like, all right, well, how about we talk to the people down in your basement, get their side of the story, right? Yeah. And so they, uh, the, the man escorts them into their house, and he's like, uh, where's your basement? And the guy's like, ah, I, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, no. And they're like, okay. Uh, so they do a complete search of the house. Find out, Big J, nobody living in his basement. In fact, Big J, he doesn't even have a basement. Ah, what a bummer, man. So we're off to a bad start already considering that this guy thinks that there are people living in his non-existent basement 
firing guns at him. So this is not a good start to things. Then the reason why he actually fired his gun is because he decided about two hours prior to load a bunch of cans of soda into his freezer, Big J. And you know what happens when you leave soda in the freezer, right? Yeah, it's going to expand and explode. That's exactly what happened to one of the cans of soda. He mistook it for a gunshot by the fictional people living in his basement and then unloaded his weapon into his garage. Oh, he's a nutcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I guess the good news is he did actually figure out where the, the sound was coming from and hit the spot where it came from, but he was arrested charged with unlawful possession of a firearm and then unlawful discharge of a firearm as well. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've had a can of soda explode. Do you think you could confuse that for a gunshot, even if you're of sound mind and body? I, I don't I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard a can explode from, uh, from freezing, so I can't tell you what that sounds like. I don't think it sounds like an explosion. But either way, uh, here's a guy that legally probably couldn't carry guns and probably shouldn't be anyway. But also, he's got some mental problems that are going to need to be taken care of. But Get uh, healthy, my dude. Yep, hopefully you can uh, turn this ship around because you are stuck and it's not in a good situation. I mean, first things first, regardless of whether you think an exploding can of soda in the freezer sounds like a gunshot, probably got to get to the bottom of why you think you have a basement when you don't. And there's a fictional family yeah, trying to kill you. Who do you think's in the fridge, Gozer? I don't think he thought anybody was in the fridge. I think he thought they were down in whatever basement he thought he had, which doesn't exist either. So there's that. Now, Gozer could have been down in the basement, for all you <laughs> Ghostbusters purists, but then again, he's probably just a little bit off his rocker. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rock. Hey. Blink-182, all the small things here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, I'm going to need you to put on your logical thinking cap and help me figure this out, okay? Oh, God, okay. First things first, congratulations. I have just named you CEO of Big J Incorporated, right? Well, uh, let's pretend it's a big, gigantic company that has lots of employees that work underneath you in order to help you build this brand and uh, bring a lot of Big J-related things to market. Raises for everybody. So now you are... are officially in charge right yeah you have been running this company for a while it's profitable it's doing okay uh but you run things as they're normally run right yeah standard operating procedure for your company now i do it but there's a lot of studies out there that say that four-day work weeks are a lot of things that are good first of all it helps increase morale around the office it increases productivity across the uh, workplace. It makes everybody happier. And then now there's a new study out there that say that letting people have an extra day off over the weekend, you know, a regular four-day work week, gives people extra hours and time to shop, but could actually help stimulate the economy as well. So now you've got all these positive things that revolve around a four-day work week. Now, keep in mind, it's not saying that you work less. It's just saying that you work fewer days a week. It's still a 40-hour work week. It's just happening over four days instead of five. So why Mm -hmm. then, as the CEO of a company, do you think, I'm not saying you would, but what would the excuses be to keep things status quo? With all the positive stuff out there about four-day work weeks, why... What is the reasoning behind keeping things five days a week? Well, I would say the first legitimate one is fear of the statistics. And are they real? And who is 
what's the agenda there? Like, how do do I 100% believe that unless I can see that within uh, my own business practices that that would make sense? So I kind of get that. Uh, other than the standard, the, well, this is the way we've always done things. I mean, what are you, crazy? Yeah. You're going to give me three days off? That's, no, you can't do that. Meanwhile, the five-day work week thing wasn't a thing until we did it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, absolutely. I think these are our standards and things that, um, I, I mean, I can't imagine in the radio world us doing this. I just, because this is the way we've always done things. Well, here's, here's the thing. The radio world would change if the regular world changes. Yes, absolutely. We work five days, we do a morning show five days a week and five mornings a week because people often work five mornings during the Right. If that were to change to four, there's a possibility, although it'd be a small one, that that would happen, you know, in the world. Eventually, it would trickle down to what we do, but certainly not right away. There are plenty of places that do this, but it wouldn't be, uh, we would not be the one to make that leap, I promise. If the bottom line and the financial um, forecasts were all relatively the same and or you know upticking based on a four-day work week there's no reason the ceos wouldn't do it well i mean it's happening in other countries and it's working in other countries i just don't think anybody's got the gonads to pull the trigger in this one that is a significant you know kind of a company i think somebody you're right would have to be the one to do it and it would have to be somebody significant enough that they would pay attention do you know what i'm saying it can't just be yeah. you know marty's candles that, that knocks it down to four days a week so who are we talking here i'm talking like amazon i'm talking like but something they're, that's they gigantic. 24 7 well, they... yeah but i'm saying your full-time employees working four-day work weeks as opposed oh, okay. to right. five-day work weeks is going to be the thing that has to change but you're right they're always open but, you know, the, the full-time employees working four days a week as opposed to five is going to have to be the big thing. And then to see a continued increase in profits or an increase in productivity and at least uh, morale. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to – I don't think you're going to see those increased profits work unless there's a significant shift in the way that we go about doing things. But I think you could see an increase in, you know, morale and productivity and those are things that you can yeah. me measure internally well here's the problem is that most corporations i think in, in some regard they underrate morale like you wouldn't believe oh of course and you know you take a, a group of motivated people uh who are in good spirits who believe in what they're doing pff, i mean it's hard for them to lose if you let, ask me let me ask you this you know i know the data still got to pour in do you think we'll see a four-day work week in our lifetime become a thing of normalcy well let's see i'd like to Sure. I'd like to think, oh no, I'm saying I'd like to have a lifetime that gives me another 20, 30 years. You think it's that far off, though? So, no, I mean, I, I, you're right. It's going to take somebody to step out and then also be successful. Right. Who does that? I don't know. I just feel like the data, it's been there long enough. Enough people have tried it that. You know, I guess sometimes we're just steadfast in stuff that's stupid, too. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like us as a country, we sometimes dig our feet in into the weirdest stuff. And we just decide that we're not going to do it just because we're not going to do it. And we've done that with the <laughs> the metric system. We could be possibly do that with the five-day work week as well. And it doesn't matter how well or how many other people use it or how other things work for other people. We just do things our way and come what may. And that could be that way too, no matter what. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates. If you are injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. 
Now, you could take this for face value or not, but uh, what is reported to be the largest sex survey done in the history of the world was put together. Oh, damn. Uh, put together by a global sex tech pioneer company called Hot Octopus. So, again, you have to go, okay, am I going to believe Hot Octopus? But I guess they have no reason to lie. They're not trying to sell anything. What they were trying to do is figure out, okay, let's talk about people getting it on, right? Getting it on. And they talked to about 50,000 people across the world in all sorts of different states of relationships, right? In all sorts of age brackets. And the question that they asked was, okay, how often... Are you getting it on? And they found out that if people are in a relationship with somebody, be it married or a committed relationship, the most common answer given, if you had to guess, Big J? Not enough. Close. That wasn't one of the options. Once a week is about what 50% of couples reported to be getting it on as. Didn't matter what, you know, team you were playing for. Didn't matter how long you were together. Didn't matter if you were married or not. If you're in a relationship, about once a week, on average, is the most common answer. 50% of people surveyed said that. 38% said every couple of days they're getting it on. Every two to three days. That was the second most common answer given. However, the numbers are a lot lower for single people. Survey found about 29% of single people are not actually sexually active at all. Uh, And then if you are single, about once every two weeks is the most popular answer given for you getting it on. Uh, This survey was done over the last uh, 18 months, so the pandemic may have played a role in that. They don't know, but it is interesting to know. So listen, if you're in a relationship and you're getting it on once a week, congratulations, you are quote-unquote normal. And if you're getting it on more than once a week, about a couple of times a week, two, three times, and look at you, you're in the second most common bracket. And hopefully that makes you feel a little bit better, or it could make you feel worse. I don't know. I'm just telling you what other people are saying, and it was anonymous, so I guess they have no reason to lie. But you never know. We lie for weirder reasons than that, right? True. So that's the most answered commonly given. Hopefully it makes you feel a little bit better about your relationships. Tip of the cap to the Tokyo Olympics. It is done. The closing ceremonies were last night. The final medal count is like this. The U.S. finished in first place, 113 medals overall. China second, 88, and Russia with third with 71. And the gold medal count, U.S. pulled it out over the last weekend. 39 gold medals, good enough for first place. China second, 38. Japan third with 28. Uh, Japan was the host nation, also won its most Olympic medals, medals ever with 58, as well as its most golds ever in the competition. So I guess it paid to host or the athletes just stepped up their game. Who knows? Because they weren't playing in front of fans. So that's what made it a little bit different this time around. Either way, uh, low ratings, not great uh, for NBC. But I can't imagine that they would be shocked at that. What's next, Big J? You know we have the Olympics in like less than a couple of years. Oh my God. Yeah, 2024. Next Summer Olympics in Paris. So there's that. You have that to look forward to. And I'm sure Paris is just going to want a treat. Are you excited for Red Notice, Big J? Damn right. It'll drop in four months, and when it does, it will be the biggest movie Netflix has ever done, according to Netflix themselves and producers on the film. Of course, uh, a lot of the money is going to the stars, Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. But they have amazing chemistry. They put a bunch of money behind it, and they're hoping that it increases uh, some subscribers. And they're, putting their, they're investing their money in people. 
because they feel like star power is what's going to put them over to the next level. Netflix has seen their uh, subscriptions drop in the last calendar year. Uh, that is because of a lot of other streaming options have popped up, but they are still spending more money than any other streaming service on original programming, so they're hoping to get some of it back. And if Red Notice doesn't work the way they want it to work, uh, it could be an issue for Netflix investors as the subscribers continue to go down. So there's a lot of money and a lot of uh, business banked on this movie. A lot of pressure on the uh, the movie to deliver. And I wonder if it will. You know what I mean? I, I can't imagine somebody who ha doesn't have Netflix going, I have to check out this movie and then subscribing to it. I'm sure it happens. I just think that if you aren't on the Netflix train, I don't know what's going to get you on there right now. Do you know what I mean? I'm guessing well, you should be, be on there already. Well, it could be some of those people that fell off and didn't uh, decided not to renew their subscription. They're like, oh, damn, I want to watch this. Could and be. They got Stranger Things coming out, Cobra Kai. Could be. A couple things happen here in the fall where you're like, all right, it's time for me to re-up again. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I'm also guessing like if you are that at that point where you've you've abandoned ship, that you'd probably go an alternate route to try to get hooked up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like trading with a friend or something like that to get another profile. There's all sorts of ways around it. Uh, but we'll see what ends up happening with the Red Notice movie four months away from pretty much the future of Netflix on the line. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have for you our last pair of tickets to Primus tomorrow out at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Get it while it's good. Uh, and uh, we have a chance for you to win those. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Want to go to a concert tomorrow night? Sure. Why not? Get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You must defeat Big J in this particular game in order to claim this prize, and then you'll be having a good time watching Primus and Battles tomorrow night at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Let us go to the phones. Hello, the X. Good morning. How are you guys? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Jerry. All right, Jerry, you're up first. Jerry, this legendary actress was the star of the classic TV show, I Love Lucy. I Lucy Ball? Right. That is correct. Big J, this is the tagline for the long-running Fox show, The X-Files. The truth is out there. Right. Correct. Back to you, Jerry. Scott Stapp is the lead singer of this band. Uh, what's the name? Scott Stapp. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, oh, I can't. Uh, one's a thing, my own prison, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, um. Can you take me yeah. higher? So, yeah, gosh darn it. Oh, you know, I know the songs. I just can't think of the band right now. All right, Jerry. Wrong. I've been there, man. Happens to the best of us. Thank you for playing. No, hello, the X. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, Scott Stapp is the lead singer of this band. Oh, uh, crap. Uh, Creed. Right. <laughs> that is correct. Big J. Uh, Adam Youch, MCA, a member of the Beastie Boys, no doubt about it. But during the later half of the Beastie Boys' career, he also directed all their, all their music videos and used this alter ego as his identity when he did so and even won an MTV Video Music Award for directing. <laughs> Uh, Nathaniel Hornbuller? That is correct. Good job. Right. Back to you there, my friend. Uh, we need to know, uh, it may not be necessarily a happy meal, but there are certainly a celebrity meal available at McDonald's for this band right now. Is it Maroon 5, BTS, or Imagine Dragons? 
Oh, Lord. Uh, good God. McDonald will go BTS. BTS is correct. Right. Good job, Big J. Uh, Today would be Whitney Houston's birthday. What Disney movie did she remake and produce and star in? Oh, man. Um... Oh, boy. Right, let's go with uh, 101 Dalmatians. Wrong. No, no. Lots of interventions of that, but not no one starring Whitney Houston. Uh, you have one, sir. Do you happen to know the answer? I have no idea. She did her own version of Cinderella. Right. Huh. With Brandy, as a matter of fact. Uh, congratulations, man. Primus tickets are yours. Please hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go. And we will do some headlines next on the x Rock. <laughs> Headlines brought to you by Coors Light, who thank and tip their hats to the men and women fighting firefighters, uh, fighting fires all across the West Coast of the United States, protecting our West. They appreciate it very much, and a thank you from Coors Light for sure. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Look out, a real Tyson moment, and stop being gross. Stop being gross. A martial arts instructor in Broward County, Florida was arrested for placing hidden cameras in his bathroom of his academy. According to the Pembroke Pines Police Department, 64-year-old Robert Franco was arrested on Friday after a 17-year-old female student noticed two cameras inside picture frames on a shelf in the west room of his business. Police later found four other cameras inside the female bathroom as well. The place? Mr. Franco's Taekwondo Academy, Big J. Apparently not a safe place to go to the bathroom. Right, gross. It's gross. He dealt with a lot of kids, which makes it even grosser. And hopefully he goes to jail for a very long time. Bathrooms are supposed to be private, Big J. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) Another one of those kinks I don't think I'll ever get. You want a show? I'll give you a show. (laughs) Just put me in one of those places. I'll tell you what. They'll never put another camera in a bathroom ever. Yeah, gross. You're right. Look out or a real Tyson moment. A real Tyson moment. Florida man was arrested on Thursday after biting off part of his friend's ear during a fight. According to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, James Williams was on vacation in Key West with three of his buddies when they got into an argument while returning to the Ocean's Edge Resort Marina on Stock Island. Williams placed one of the drunk women he was with in a maintenance wheelbarrow and then started pouring beer on her because she was passed out. One of the other men in the group was like, hey, that's a jerk move, and intervened on her behalf, causing the suspect to push him to the ground and then start choking him, you know, like friends do. Yeah. The male victim stated that Williams bit off part of his ear while the others tried to separate them. He was charged with aggravated battery, battery by strangulation, and two additional counts of battery. And uh, this guy had to get part of his ear sewn back on. So there's that. What a treat. Sounds like a terrible vacation, man. Right? You gotta pick your friends better, I think. Like, you know, you gotta know a little bit about somebody before you go on vacation with them, I would think. But if you think if there's a possibility that you're gonna start throwing down when you're hammered with each other, then that's probably not a great vacation partner, you know what I mean? Right, you're absolutely right. Or if you're hanging out with the kind of guy that dumps beer on somebody when they're drunk, that's also not cool. Like, stop hanging around douchebags. But then again, Big J, here we are again. Where did it take place? Florida. The home of all douchebags. Wrap it up with look out. A California woman was so spooked after a stranger opened up her car door that she drove off a cliff. 
Police say the woman was sitting in the parking lot of the Santa Cruz Walton Lighthouse when somebody was going to their car to get something, but mistakenly opened up her car door instead. So she accidentally slammed on the gas because she was so surprised and drove off a cliff. She injured her foot, but no other major injuries were reported. The person who opened the woman's door thought they were entering the passenger seat to their car, which was a similar model in color, which is completely an accident. Didn't mean to scare the woman, didn't even mean to open up that door, just did so an accident. And that would understandably freak her out, right? You know yeah. what I mean? You don't expect somebody to just open up your car door on your passenger side, certainly if you're by yourself. But, and, you know. And good know. for her for taking some sort of action immediately. And driving off a cliff? Well, at least, you know, she responded. Yeah, but I don't think that's the response you want to make. Well, you also don't just want to get kidnapped. No, no, but, you know, again, that's not what was happening. And, uh, no, and but maybe if you're sitting there, putting your car in park would be a good idea. If you're standing, you know, near the edge of a cliff so that you're not just, yeah, you know. Stay alive. Accident. Well, she almost didn't. So, either way, I think mistakes were made all the way around. Uh, I can tell you right now that that's probably not the proper way to react to any kind of situation is if you're st- by a cliff to press the gas as hard as you can. Just make sure you get out of the car first and let the assailant go over the cliff. Uh, nobody got in the car. Just oh. the car door was open. So that's another thing. That's why the other person involved in this was not hurt in any way, shape, or form. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. There's some Fozzie for you that is sane here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And let's do it, Big J. Let's talk shopping. We have to. Yeah, uh, we've got a new survey poll of Americans here, Nick. And uh, I don't know, uh, during the pandemic, of course, things have changed a little bit in the idea of what we can do shopping and delivery wise. Have you ever received some uh, shopping delivery? Yes, I've done Instacart once. Uh, I did it around Christmas time last year. Yeah, I've done it once too. It was a promo chance to, to check it out. And how did you like it? I loved it. Uh, I loved it. I felt it was dangerous. As a matter of fact, that's how much I enjoyed it because <laughs> be a shut in and never leave. <laughs> Correct. Because it worked so well and it, it got there so fast. I'm like, why do I do this? But I also remember that you know, in spite of the pandemic and all the weird stuff going on, uh, I always found growing to the store, specifically grocery shopping or shopping for that kind of stuff, fairly cathartic for me. I enjoyed it. It was a relaxing thing. It was a bit of a release and I don't know, just something that that I have always enjoyed doing. I don't have any real sense as to why, but I do I, I do not fault anybody for using any grocery delivery service because it, it can be amazing. Yeah, and sometimes now shopping for me, at least as I've gotten older, can be kind of sensory overload. Uh, overload. Just so many things I didn't know were out there that I want to try and I end up then wasting a bunch of stuff. I got you. Uh, but uh, in the survey, 56% of people expect to use home delivery more in the future. Here's the big number, though. 83% think they will uh, will be a time when home delivery is their primary method of shopping. And that's called 80-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I can understand that. And listen, like I said, it's a great thing. I yeah. can't, I cannot, I, I'm not going to make fun or call you dumb or any of that stuff if you think like that's the way to go. Because I don't blame you. If you hate grocery shopping, that's amazing. 
It's amazing. Well, and two, it's it's. I think a lot of it is is inventory. You know, I mean, you're at home. You know what you have. You know what you need. Specifically, maybe you're making certain things, and it's just you know you go to the store, and then the next thing you know, you got a bunch of stuff that you don't use. It does, uh, and and I'd like to see some of the research about you know waste and how that reflects in, in waste uh, of of materials and, and groceries and things like that when you do order delivery uh, groceries. But fifty uh, percent believe the shift will occur here in the next five years. I believe it. I. I I have no problem believing those statistics. The only issue that I that I can see having, unless you, there is a waste issue, is you know if you're at the store and you're doing shopping and they don't have what you want, you're probably way more comfortable with yourself calling the audible than somebody else doing that, and that's kind of what they do. And yeah. sometimes they contact you, and sometimes you don't, and you just get a weird substitute that isn't exactly what you wanted, nor will it fit into what you're looking for, and that can lead to some issues from time to time. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like it's a pretty cool way of going about things especially if you are you know homebound for whatever reason or you feel safer at home or you know you're a shut-in or whatever the case may be those things are a great thing to have dropping off groceries at your door as long as they're doing it the right way and i think it's it's fine i mean i don't see any way obviously it employs other people which is a good thing yeah and it keeps the stores going it keeps the uh, the, the money in the economy going and all that kind of stuff so i don't see a downside to it unless there's issues on your own end, which I can understand there. Sure, well. absolutely. So, and I, I know a couple people who uh, do the Instacart work, uh, doing del- grocery delivery, and they think it's great as well. Yeah, I know somebody that works for Instacart as well, and uh, it, it's the favorite job she's ever had. So, uh, I mean, it is one of those deals where it can go both ways and be positive for both people. And you, there's also bad experiences you can have from grocery delivery too, and you can never want to do it again. I guess it, it can go both ways that way as well. Either way, try it once and see if you like it or not. Maybe don't yeah. go, you know, crazy on it and to get a gigantic or that's the other thing. Like when I when I did it, I had the boys for at my place for two weeks and I was like, you know, we're in the middle of the pandemic. I wasn't going to leave the house and I didn't want to go grocery shopping with them. It's different with me than it is to dragging my kids into a situation like that. And so I had a big, gigantic order and they knocked it out of the park. And so it was a good experience in my first time. And that's why I look at it fondly. Not everybody may have that same thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got ourselves some bad impressions. They're coming up next on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X. And we have uh, some prize here action for you. Tickets, in fact, to Between the Buried and Me. That is happening August 26th at the Dating Factory. It's a Thursday night. They're playing a double set. It's going to be very cool. We'll get you those if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. All about somebody famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, then boom, you've got yourself tickets to go check out Between the Barry and Me at the Knit on the 26th. Let's get ourselves a contestant and see what we can do. Good morning, the X. Hey, how's it going, guys? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? It's Shane. All right, Shane. Good luck. Wouldn't you like to take a jungle cruise with me? The Rock. There you go. I'll take it. <laughs> Always a good guess on bad impressions. Good job, my friend. Hang on one second. Clues two and three for fun. Uh, can you smell what I'm washing? And take a shower, you jabronis. And why is The Rock in the news? Uh, well, hey, Nick, I mean, you know, we broke the news, uh, I think, uh, two weeks ago about how Mil- Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Dax Shepard, uh, Kristen Bell, and a whole bunch of other celebrities, they don't shower. They're a bunch of stinky grossies. Yeah, and Jake Gyllenhaal just said that over, like, Friday, that he doesn't shower Yeah, either. you guys are disgusting. Even I'm saying that's disgusting, and that that's crazy. 
Uh, well, The Rock also thinks it's crazy. I got caught up in uh, some comedian who uh, I guess has uh, tried to make fun of The Rock on numerous occasions to become a friend with Dwayne Johnson. And uh, he was asking him if uh, how he, where he stands in the shower life. Uh, the Rock says he showers three times a day. It's a lot of times a day. But, but I'd rather go that way than the other. Here's way. the reason for that: is he works out two times well, a sure. day. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen like uh, the the aftermath. It's pretty nasty. So yeah, he likes to keep nice and clean. Showering after you work out's a great idea. Showering after you sweat a bunch is a great idea. Hey, listen, showering in general, great idea. I'm all for it. I think you should do it. And if you don't, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, stop being gross. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, and the the other part, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it's so, it's so weird. And then they rope their kids into it too, and it's just, ah, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like any part of it. I thought of you. I, I always think of you Thanks, when, when it comes to being clean. You're and never far from you. my thoughts either. Oh, uh, about when you, you know, and the, the rock announced it. I'm like, we got to talk about this. <laughs> yes, please, everybody, shower, be clean. Do not be the opposite of those things. Thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Good Things, Hollywood Undead, part of that as well. It's the new number one song in America, as a matter of fact, for the glory here on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for our Monday show. Cal Penn was your bearded badass today. Congratulations to him, all presented by the Boise Beardsmith. We also had a chance to chat up how many times a week people are getting it on. We talked about how you needed to slow down in your vehicles. Please and thank you very much. And maybe just maybe a four-day work week before it's all said and done. Who knows? Yeah, busy, man. Only the shadow knows. But that does leave you with the floor, Big J. <laughs> yeah, you know, just remember out there that there are constantly people trying to scam you uh, out of information and even in your work emails. Just be careful about opening things and, you know... There you go, Nick. We got we're under attack right now. What happened? Uh, I don't know. There's some email floating around. Uh, it says a fax document, and uh, when you go click on it, it wants your uh, your login information. Oh, don't click on that. Yeah, well, you I mean click on it, but just don't log into it. No, hey, listen. So. If, if I don't know who's sending me the email from somebody in the company, it goes right in the trash. See, here's where the tricky part is because uh, unbeknownst, you know, I mean, you, the world still uses fax machines for some reason. Uh, and I had to fax something from the office last week. Oh. So I get this thing and I, you know, I was like, oh, naturally I wouldn't normally respond to something that says fax on it, but I literally had a fax situation. All right. Then that's understandable why you could lead to some certain confusion. I keep getting lo- uh, things that say my login is going to expire soon. I mean, I automatically delete them, but I'm like, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that's being sent to my work email. But you're right. They're always trying to scam you. Somebody's always trying to get in your bank account and know your business. So uh, as with don't, everything, delete it all. Don't log into nothing. That's right. And uh, change your password every three minutes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you hear about all the time on the X, check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. See you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock. Boy,